The Cups and Cakes Network presents Inside the Artist Studio. The interview you're about to hear was originally recorded September 7th, 2018. To find out more about Cups and Cakes, visit them at cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. What you're about to hear may contain filthy language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to Inside the Artist Studio. Uh, my name is Sean Newton. Today we have uh, Too Soon Monsoon in from Saskatoon. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Really good. Yeah, thanks Very for having good. us. Thank yeah. you. Uh, no worries. Would you guys want to just like introduce yourselves real quick, I guess, get to know your voices a little bit? Well, my name's Nathan Henry. I am from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Yeah, and my name is Greg Torwalt. I, uh, I play keys and sing in the band, and from Saskatoon as well. Oh, yeah. Excellent. I'm the drummer. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's early morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is an early morning intro. <laughs> We're all perhaps a little groggy. Yeah. Uh, I, I got the chance to see you guys play uh, last night at Bohemia. You did a little set there. Yeah, it was a fun show. Yeah, with, great. Kane uh, Cognito and Magnet and the Magnets. and Yeah, it was the first time playing at Bohemia. We haven't been back in Edmonton for... About a year or so. October last year. Yeah, so yeah. it was nice to get back and have, yeah, it was a fun show. Out of curiosity, because I, I know you guys, uh, like, I, I know this story to some extent already, but you guys had uh, what is, I guess, a more unusual formation as a band, right? Pretty much. Yeah, like I was, um, I was living in Humboldt and I got a job in Saskatoon, so I knew I'd be um, in Saskatoon all the time and I was just kind of playing solo and wanting to do music a bit more. I had, I was a school teacher and I quit teaching to to pursue music more, so I threw an ad on Kijiji and said I was searching for a bandmate, and Nathan replied, and then we were just kind of chatting back and forth for a few weeks, and he sent us some tracks and stuff, and we decided to get together for a jam in his garage, and then just kind of went on from there, and yeah. started playing some open mics and stuff, and getting shows, and yeah, just continue on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that was a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's something about that that's both like old-fashioned in a way in that that's not a story you hear too much anymore but i think was once kind of pretty common of just like finding some guys and making a band Mm -hmm. Uh, at the same time it's pretty kind of modern internet driven way yeah together yeah Yeah. i'm always on kijiji just looking for like little deals and stuff like that (laughs) i want to you know (laughs) don't want to miss anything I noticed too, I, I, uh, cause yeah, I was at the show at Bohemia there and enjoyed it a great deal. It's, uh, I had seen you guys as well last October. Uh, I've noticed now there's a common thread between both performances of both, like both you guys are just very, very like expressive when you play. Is, is that something like that you're thinking about at all or is that something you're trying to? Um, it's not something I really think about. I think it's just, uh. It just comes from yeah. watching a lot of performers and artists. Like I was when I was like 15, 14 or something. I went to some workshop and um, I can't remember who it was with, but they had mentioned like as a musician, your homework is to kind of go to as many shows as you can and watch watch everybody on the stage and watch how they interact and how they move and um, and especially I think as a as a two piece, we're, we're stationary like drums. Yeah. I'm at the keyboard the whole set, so we just have to be more engaging yeah and just like sit and stand at the piano or be pretty boring just watching two people 
sit there, right? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. this is just kind of, I don't know, just kind of get in the, in the zone and yeah. not really think too much about Give it a little flair and yeah. hopefully I don't drop the drumsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I was going to say, that extends to the drums to some extent as well. Like, you manage to get a lot of cross in your performance and look like you're really, really into it without, you know, just beating the tar out of the drums all the time. Well, this type of music, it's really groovy, so it has a lot of feel in there, sure. mm -hmm. which you can just express really nicely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rather than just playing rock or something like that, you know, just beat the stuff out of it <laughs> uh out of, out of curiosity then who like if if your if your homework as a musician is to go to shows who are who are the acts that like i guess you you really like learned stuff from then in that regard um for myself i love watching jack white i find he's such an engaging performer i had a chance to team in saskatoon it's like in 2007 just the way he moves around the stage and commands attention i found that just so so uh, so cool, and Lauren Hill is a big inspiration of mine too. I've seen her live a few times and watched lots of her live YouTube videos, and she's just so so in it. You can tell she's living the music and yeah. really just giving her all in that performance. So I think I like to do that too. I find what's the point of just like you know half-assing it? You might as well go all out and give the people there a good show. Yeah, you guys did a Lauren Hilton last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah ready or not? Ready or not? Yeah, yeah we love that. It's a great one. That's probably play. in all of our sets. That's pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good, recognizable tune for people, right? Right. So, works really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always feel there's there's like a, a thin line of sorts with covers where it's like you want to play something that like people are gonna know and yeah. they're gonna like get down to. But at the same time, you want to play something that you also just like a lot. Yeah. So it sounds like, yeah, that's a good yeah. compromise for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, what about you, I guess, in terms of just like uh, acts or shows that you remember going to? Hmm. So, well, it's kind of been an evolution of like tons of people. I can't really say Pacific people. I just kind of just built up my own little thing, right? Like, I grew up listening to a lot of, like, older rock. Okay. Like, T-Rex and Kiss and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And those drummers were really expressive, like, emotionally and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And then even modern-day drummers like Nate Smith and, hmm, Mike Mangini. Okay. Those are really great influences on me as well. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah Nate Smith is He's amazing. Something. I've been watching his videos like crazy lately. He's got such a great groove and a good yeah. feel. So I guess uh, you, you guys then uh, pivoting a little bit. Uh, I know you guys are working on finishing up a new album here as well. Would you, I guess, uh, care to talk a little bit about what you guys got going on with that? Yeah, so yeah, we're super pumped about the new album. We put out two EPs last year, uh, like three months apart. They're not rushed, but you know, we kind of record them and just wanted to get, get the music out, get some music sure. in people's ears. And so now this album, um, like last fall, we went out on the road in October. And there's like a lot of uh, stuff going on in the lead up to that record. I lost an uncle and I was moving to Saskatoon. We had kind of sold our house, or not sold our house, but we've got renters in our house. We were able to move to Saskatoon. So it was just like a really, really busy time and um, just like preparing for the release of the EP and preparing for some shows. We were opening for Widemouth Mason at O'Brien. So there's like sure. a lot of big stuff going on and it was hard to really process the other things that, that I was kind of experiencing. Right. So then we went out on the road out west and um, like through the mountains and stuff and it was really nice. Lots of great nature and scenery and so coming back home after that tour I had I personally had some time to like 
to slow down and reflect on what I had gone through in the last two months. Sure, and yeah. um, So I started to do a lot of reading and just uh, reflecting on things and that kind of influenced a lot of the, the, the thoughts that are in this new record. So this record's really about like um, um, connecting with yourself, connecting with each other, making sure you're, you're present with the people around you, present with nature, a lot of like love for art and for one another. So a lot of that string kind of that theme goes through the record. So we we did most of the writing um, happened like right when we got home from the from the road. So basically from October to March, it's kind of um, yeah, it was like writing songs to kind of help me through what what I was dealing with and what I was learning and experiencing and so then I'd bring like the the songs to Nathan we'd work on the beats and the rhythm and stuff and yeah so by March we had I think the album written yeah and then it was just kind of tightening up some songs we did some pre-production in the spring yeah and then this summer we went really hard on the recording so we got the album pretty much pretty much recorded um it sounds great. We're really pumped with it. We're doing it with Adam Grant again. We okay. worked on our last yeah. few EPs with him. Yeah, he's so great. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so we're dropping a song in a couple weeks, her first song, and we're going to kind of sprinkle tunes out, and the plan is to put the album out in the spring, in March. Yeah. It's the plan, I think, around the first day of spring. It's got nice. a lot of nature themes and cyclical kind of seasonal themes in it, so we thought that'd be a cool... Yeah. If everything if everything pans out, yeah. time, that's kind of the goal exactly. for that release, yeah. Uh... I guess too, just because uh, I'm not entirely sure when this is going to come out, uh, but I think it's going to be sometime in October if I'm not nuts. You guys should have a song out. Yeah, that point. yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Yeah, Ocean's coming out. The first song is coming out on September 21st. Okay. So in a few weeks, we'll be yeah. putting that out. And a cool little lyric video as well. And then another one called Mountains of Blue is going to come out right after that as well. So they're kind of the first two. They're the first two songs on the album as well. So the album's kind of like a, it's a bit of a concept album towards like a realization of like interconnectedness, of oneness, of, yeah, appreciation for, for as much of everything, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It sounds kind of whatever, but I'm, yeah, I'm really pumped with it. I feel that though. I think, I think it's, uh, I mean, it's something I've had conversations with people about specifically you know, like the way that we interact with like technology mm-hmm. and screens and stuff kind of, I think has a tendency to shut you down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? Easily. Yeah. yeah. Is, I guess, is that something you've thought about in regards to that at all? Like, is that for sure? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, just the disconnection between, between people and between a lot of people in humanity, you know, it's a lot easier to, you go on Instagram or Facebook and stuff and, you can get down on yourself you can you're judging yourself or judging others and mm-hmm. not really uh focusing on what's kind of important you know, or the, the people around with, you yeah your yeah. community the people closest to you your family like when's the last time you called your grandma or your or your <laughs> yeah. mom or something you know right it's like why why are we going months without talking to people or with without connecting people that are actually important to you you know so where did where did you guys record this then in saskatoon or i guess in saskatoon probably with adam grant at his studio I oh, okay it's called, yeah he's um, got a it's called the highland the studio highland he lives studio, on yeah. highlands crescent so yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a great name yeah <laughs> yeah so he's got a nice little basement nice setup. studio set up so yeah. it's awesome nice. we're yeah home studio is nice to record. oh yeah you can relax really lean into the music and take your time and mm-hmm. nice. no yeah. rush mm-hmm. so because I mean, at the end of the day, uh, Too Soon Monsoon essentially is piano and drums. When when you guys go into the studio, how much thought goes into, you know, how much you want to kind of deviate from your live show and incorporate, yeah, like some more electronic sounds or some more kind of affected 
uh, keyboard sounds or drum machines versus acoustic drums, uh, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, like I got a new keyboard in in November. Yeah, it's awesome. So I find that's really influenced the right or that really influenced the writing of the yeah. record. Like you can split it into three parts and layer like six sounds and synths and organs and so before that I just had this used one <laughs> that I used for like 10 years I got it as a Christmas gift for my parents when I was 16 nice. it lasted a long time it was awesome I still have it but it, you could just layer two song, two sounds and you had no control of like anything right. so yeah. this just opened a lot of doors so writing wise I was having a lot of fun like yeah with the effects and then so going into the studio we we didn't really like I felt like we had a lot of the sound yeah. figured out before we before we went into the studio and then yeah kind of figuring out like the drum the drum sounds yeah and kind of working on what we kind of want for that um we wanted to like our last two eps uh sorry i just kind of losing my breath there (laughs) 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 my last two eps they were i think kind of going a bit more for like uh, perfection sound like vocally yeah. or musically really working on like trying to make sure everything's really clean sounding whereas right. this we're, we're really focused on like getting the emotion across which you know makes sense with the content of the, yeah. the album so um, it's got like a live more of a live sound to it um, yeah, yeah. took a different approach on trying to mic the drums and everything to give it a bigger a fuller sound rather than a compressed kind of thing okay mm-hmm. yeah which I think actually did a lot yeah. a lot for the sound yeah and like and, and recording a full length album compared to an EP yeah. we have more space to be more creative with yeah. the songs instead of thinking okay we got four songs we have to we want to get these types of sounds out whereas 12, 6 whatever we're putting on the album yeah. it's uh, right. yeah it's really cool to be able to keep it wavy mm-hmm. right through yeah uh, do you guys this is I mean, largely just my own curiosity. When I write stuff generally, I, like I don't, uh, you know, there are bands like, I guess, the Red Hot Chili Peppers where I know like they'll go into writing a new album and they'll write like 40 songs and then 12 of them will be on the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys approach it more in that way of just like write as much as you can and then trim the fat or? Yeah, not with this no. this album. No, this one, like this was written, like the song is basically on the album as we're as we're laying them out in the track listing are written in the way that like th- they came to me basically like, the thoughts right. developed so it's a really organic record um like we have uh, i think it's 12 or 14 songs we're kind of doing like a few like a part one part two so we aren't quite sure the track listing yet but yeah like uh they're all just um yeah they're written from the experiences and yeah that we didn't really write any extra like in that from that October to March there weren't really many extra songs that we thought could maybe go on the record like if they were if there were other songs written they like it was pretty obvious to tell what's yeah. related to this concept and right um like I'd ri- I've written some songs since then like in April May and it's just you can tell they're not they're like the, different yeah like when yeah, I wrote yeah. the last song for for this record it, if I could tell like yeah that was it this record's done yeah. like the the concept the feelings of it's it's good yeah yeah it feels so, like kind of a complete thought yeah. at a certain point yeah. which is cool i like i like that idea of like a, a concept record it's not like we're just trying to put out like more music or more noise out there you know there's so much right. music already out there there's so many cool love pop songs you don't yeah we don't need another one of those it's like if we're gonna make music it should have you know it should have a purpose a reason behind it to, a deeper meaning mm-hmm. yeah are there concept albums that you guys that 
can think that you, that you like a great deal that uh like my favorite record is miseducation of lauren hill so i consider that a concept record well yeah like the like the interludes and stuff in between so like i've listened i don't even know how many times like thousands of times probably to that record so that's one that's really inspiring to me and i kept in mind a lot for this this record and yeah i'd say that's definitely my favorite concept record for me, I don't even I can't even think of one actually. I'm pretty new to concept records or whatnot. I'd have to, yeah. Yeah, like looking like we're because we're gonna press it to vinyl, so you have really um, strict kind of guidelines about like the tr- the amount of the the length on each side of the record. Yeah, for sure, yeah. So keeping that in mind with the the track order, which we wanted to keep yeah in flowing with like the the concept of the record. So it's like looking at the songs we had we couldn't i didn't want to cut any of the songs because i felt like right that's an important part of the kind of the process yeah. of the story so getting creative with like cutting little pieces to songs or cutting things out just to make sure they're fitting on that that vinyl so the vinyl might sound a little different than the like the digital release like yeah. lengthwise and stuff but yeah it's been a lot of fun thinking of mm-hmm. of the the whole concept and the pressing to vinyl and yeah how that's gonna work yeah and like the way a lot of people listen to music you know it's like you listen to 30 seconds of a song and then you swipe to the next next yeah. band or something whereas i think um with this record we're kind of challenging ourselves and challenging listeners to, to hopefully listen to the thing front to back my favorite records are ones that i can experience throw on and just like you know sit on the couch and just lean back and yeah. listen and experience the whole the whole thing so our goal is to give people that, yeah. that experience with this record too uh, excellent. Well, we're probably going to move into the old uh, rapid-fire half yeah. of things here. Sort of 15 or 16 uh, kind of short answer-type questions, and you guys can, yeah, like, both answer each question. <laughs> rapid. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Quick. Uh, so, first one, uh, <laughs> coffee or tea? Coffee. Um... That's a, that's a tough one. Drinking tea. I'm always drinking tea. I think tea. I like the variety. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tea. Yeah. yeah. More options. There's a variety of coffee too. There is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's it's pretty much the coffee is the like caffeine person's drink. Or it's yeah. Just like, I just gotta get up. It's my elixir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, cake versus pie. Pie. Yeah, pie. Yeah, I I. I realized after writing a bunch of these questions, there's a lot of food-related questions. <laughs> I might have been a little hungry at the time. Uh, was there an album for either of you that sparked your love of music? Yeah, I would say Miseducation. I listened to that when I was like nine years old. Um, I was watching the Grammys. I think Shania Twain was nominated for Come On Over a bunch of album or nominations up against Lauryn Hill. And I remember Lauryn Hill won album of the year. I didn't know who she was at the time. Yeah. Just my parents were just pissed off because it's like, you know, Shania Twain, pro Canada, <laughs> Lauryn Hill wins. Then I was like super curious to check out her music. And that was, yeah, that opened up my mind to music. I'd have to say Dr. Feel Good by Motley Crue. Nice. Yeah, that was such a big, massive sounding drum. So that like yeah. really inspired me to want to be a drummer. Ah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Best movie you've seen recently? Hmm, that's a good question. It's funny, that one consistently gets the kind of like, I don't know. I feel like I haven't been watching very much stuff lately. I don't know. <laughs> I watched Jurassic Park 2 or Jurassic yeah. World. Oh, yeah, that was, was really good. good. But I did I did crash on the couch halfway through. But the first half was really yeah. awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually Jurassic Park would be pretty... 
up there for me. Me and the family watched it, so yeah, in the theater. So that was a really good experience. You have to watch it in the theater, I think. Yeah, yeah, the the newer one. Yeah, yeah. I had gone to see that. It's an insane movie. It's great. I really yeah. enjoyed it because it's 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 just bizarre. Fallen Kingdom is that called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I like that it just turns into a Resident Evil game with dinosaurs. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's great. <laughs> no, I can't wait for another one to come out. <laughs> <laughs> this is an oddly specific question, I guess. I don't know if you guys play video games at all. No, I'm not a big gamer. Um, I don't know. I play ping pong on the Wii, which I think is like absolutely does not really. <laughs> I don't like many <laughs> call that gaming, but it's so for that's serious all I got. gamers yeah. only. <laughs> I mean, we used to have a ping pong table in Humboldt, and we couldn't bring it obviously to Saskatoon, so that's my my ping pong fix system. Yeah, sports resort. If you could open for any band or artist on the planet, uh, I guess you know we'll do we'll do like living or dead here. Hmm. Um, I'd love to open for Metric. I think that'd yeah. be so awesome. Jack White would be really cool. Um, Fiona Apple. I love Fiona Apple. That would oh, be yeah. a wild. I would love for you yeah. to come to the Jazz Fest in Saskatoon. Jazz Fest, if you're listening. Fiona <laughs> yeah. <Apple. laughs> yeah, those would be a good topic for our style of music, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I forgot to ask you earlier. I know you guys had done a, a jazz fest show this year mm-hmm. too. What had you? Was it free stage show or? It was a free show. We played at the Six Twelve Lounge in the Sheraton. Oh, it nice. was awesome. It was a tight little spot. Really good atmosphere in there. Yeah, yeah super fun. Mm-hmm. Nice. Strangest job you've ever had? I used to be a bouncer in a nightclub. Yeah. Yeah, out in Prince Albert. That a was bouncer in Prince Albert. Yeah. That okay. was a That's strange most nights. Yeah, Every sure. night it was always strange. There's always a story that goes on. <laughs> yeah, that would probably be it for me. Yeah, I... I Kicker is bar and grill. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I can compete with that. <laughs> yeah, no, that green. was a lot of strange. <laughs> yeah. Strange and eerie nights. <laughs> <laughs> I used to clean the gym, the fitness center, my parents' own Humboldt. And that was kind of... It was a gross job. I found some, like gross things in the garden and stuff. <laughs> so it's like it wasn't fun but there's one time i was uh like i don't know i would usually clean in the mornings and it'd be pretty quiet so i would have my headphones in and i was just belting out landslide by stevie nicks <laughs> just like <laughs> feeling it so hard and then i walk around the corner go like go into the bathroom and there's this guy changing in there and just like yeah, laughing. It was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> like 16 years old. And just, you make eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> like turn around. See you later. First car. First car. Oh, I had a 95 Chevy half ton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great truck. Lasted a couple of years. <laughs> I've always, there, there's something I've always loved about the, uh, again, maybe it's just a small town prairie thing, but like, just like the, the like big terrible trucks oh yeah are, like i remember i had a buddy where it was that like i think it was that the driver's side door didn't open but the passenger side did but it also like didn't unlock or something so there was some bizarre way he had to get into his truck and then roll climb down. over and <laughs> yeah roll down the window open up from the outside or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coat hanger. Yeah. <laughs> Just carry a coat hanger yeah. everywhere you go. Yeah. <laughs> this is normal, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's my car. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just bad. Yeah. I had 
my sister's K car, okay. like an old little brown K car, and then then my second car was a another K car. So we just like went through a bunch of like old old beaters, but <laughs> bunch of special Ks. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a TV show that you regret watching all of? <laughs> regret watching all of. Friends. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I go back at and watch an episode now, it's like, oh my god, I used to watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, I think, like, some of those, like, MTV reality shows uh, in high yeah. school, like, The Hills uh. or Laguna Beach. It's like, they're just, they're entertaining and addicting, but just, like, a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I've ever forgotten those shows. No. No. Yeah. yeah. Candy versus chocolate. I love candy. Sour candy is the best. Uh, chocolate, yeah, yeah. Got a favorite chocolate bar? Mm, Kit Kat, good old Kit Kat. <laughs> it's a good choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For us, there's lots of, like good variations they're coming out with. You know, like the cheesecake one. <laughs> the, um, is it cheesecake Kit Kat? There is like New York cheesecake. I don't know if it's still out, but there's like the, the Kit Kat chunky. Okay. But yeah. I love Kit Kats. <laughs> that, that is, I know what I'm gonna spend my day doing mm-hmm. now. Just search out some cheesecake. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if you could uh, hang out with your musical idols, would you do that? And I guess also. Who Sometimes would you they say with? you don't want to meet your heroes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but there's some cool people. Yeah, I definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be like you'd be thinking like am I am I, am I cool yeah. around this person do they think I'm a am I worthy <laughs> <laughs> nah yeah really whatever I would definitely I would do it yeah. <laughs> no. I probably would I don't know it's tough to say is there an artist or band that you've been wanting to get into that you just haven't quite taken the plunge yet mm-hmm. like listen to yeah Hmm. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. I've been trying to listen. To, well, I not that I've been trying to. It's just having finding time in my life to like listen to new music and stuff like that. I For tend sure. to like, go to the old stuff I usually listen to, and but them I would like to listen to more. Okay. Yeah, they got some pretty good stuff there, and I'd like to listen to their albums like front to back, mm-hmm. completely. Yeah, yeah. I keep yeah. them like you yeah, you always you check them out. Tusk is yeah, it's right up there with yeah. one of my favorite records ever. So, yeah. so I'm inspired to listen to that, and I will do it one day. <laughs> one day. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe on tour we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll toss to, her in a couple times. It's in the car. Yeah, that's right. CD and on the road to Calgary today, we'll have to listen. I think like Massey Washington. I went to his jazz fest show. I won tickets to that and it was unbelievable. It was so so good. Yeah. So I uh, I got his Harmony of Difference EP. I'm playing oh, that okay. one a lot, but I want to get into the his other records. They're like two and a half hours long, so I want to <laughs> like I, I have the Heaven and Earth vinyl too, but I just haven't had a chance to really yeah. like just sit down and just enjoy it and listen to it. So that's one I really want to yeah spend some more time with. It's funny though. Hey, it's like. It's easy to go to a movie for two and a half hours. Yeah. Or to sit down, like, yeah. to watch it, binge, like, five episodes of TV. But it's something about music. I don't know if it's just, like, yeah, the way our attention works. It's hard. I find it is harder to to really sit down and just listen to music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I've started trying to just, like, uh, basically go for walks for that reason. Mm-hmm. To yeah. just kind of put in some headphones. And yeah. then you can just kind of, like, focus on yeah, the thing you're listening mm-hmm. to. That's right. Yeah. 
uh, I guess what is uh, something that you're really into right now, music-wise, uh, that people would be surprised that you like quite a lot? This is not a rapid-fire response. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it sound like it was like yeah. so quick. Yeah, <laughs> hmm. What am I? Maybe I should just Google something quick. <laughs> um, I always like listening to. Like Beyonce. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I find she's always got some cool stuff. She's an awesome performer, and I've listened to her growing up. And yeah, I really like her her vocal delivery and her rhythm when she sings. And so, yeah, I like I like her stuff. Maybe Garth Brooks, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, the wife likes to watch or listen to Garth Brooks. So nice. I just listen with her. Uh, did you go see him when he was in Saskatoon? No, I had like four chances, I think. <laughs> yeah, God, he, he, it, it was fine because he just kept yeah. adding more shows yeah. and sold out like every time. Yeah. I never really thought of even going, but <laughs> it probably would have been pretty cool, you know? Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, there's something fun about that when it's also just like, God, I had no idea. Apparently, a lot of people really love Garth Brooks. It would Apparently. probably be fun to go see him yeah. with a bunch of people who really love Garth Brooks. Yeah. I don't know, after four nights in a row, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not sure how much Garth Brooks has left in the tank yeah. on night The four. first show, I bet, was amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are there uh, Western Canadian bands or, like, local bands for you guys that you think are just, like, killing it right now? I really like the Pistol Whips in Saskatoon. They're a great band. Me and the wife really dig them. She's nice. actually going to go see them tonight in Prince or Saskatoon. Oh, yeah, cool. they're playing a street fair on Broadway. Nice. Yeah. Um, I really like the Garys from Saskatoon. They have a really cool vibe. The Three Sisters. Yeah. Um, Etienne Fletcher from Oh, Regina. amazing. Yeah, really cool. yeah. Yeah, Ava Wilde from Regina as yeah. well. There's a lot of really cool, even just Saskatchewan acts. Saul and Reed. Yeah. Yeah, from Saskatoon. They're really cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we got one question here left. Uh, you guys listen to—I I guess we kind of answered this a little bit before—but uh, like, uh, basically, albums when you listen to music, or like playlists, or albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still collect CDs. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I go to Valley Village, and I like to buy the all the CDs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, albums as well. Um, no, not so much playlists. Yeah, I, I enjoy listening to the album. Yeah. I don't have Spotify or anything, so... <laughs> Just, <laughs> no playlist for me. Which I feel like, to a certain extent, uh, the music world appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, albums. They're, they're great. They're great to collect, like, having it in my hands. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Even, like, I like the idea of, like, like EPs, too. Like, this, this record we're doing makes sense to put out an album, but I yeah. think, like, down the road, I don't know if how many full lengths will do it it's right. cool to do like maybe even like a smaller concept dp or not necessarily a concept yeah. but these songs belong together these five or something so right yeah. yeah i like i like listening to a collection of music yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i guess something that's been curated by the person who mm-hmm. wrote them yeah there's some value in that for sure yeah uh well uh we're gonna wrap things up by playing a new track from too soon monsoon here uh, what are we? Uh, what are we going to be listening to here, guys? Yeah, so we'll be putting out two songs um, in the fall here in the next few weeks or so. So I guess like the if this is coming out in October, the second song we'll be putting out is called Mountains of Blue. Okay. And that one, um, that one I wrote the lyrics to like right when we came back from the tour. The new art gallery was opening up in Saskatoon. The Remy. Okay. 
and uh so i went there and there's this painting this lauren harris painting it's it's called untitled mountains near jasper it's just this huge painting of these blue and white mountains and stuff so i really really enjoyed the the painting and spent some time with it and then went back to it a few days later and noticed all these like pieces of the painting that i didn't yeah. notice the first time and yeah, it made me think, what 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 else are you missing when you go through life quickly or if you're distracted? So that that kind of kicked off the whole concept of the record of just taking oh, cool. time to slow down. So I guess that's kind of the song, if we, if we yeah. promote what that would be. Yeah. So, then, so then writing the song, it's um, it's a short song. It's like two and a half minutes long. And it's got like that, a nice kind of a beautiful, like reflective feeling. And then, um, so it's kind of about like, you know, like how your brain they say like filters things out so you aren't overwhelmed like your senses you only actually are noticing certain things um so this song is kind of about becoming more aware of like your experiences and stuff so first two minutes are pretty kind of reflective and then there's a nice like 20 second chunk that's just uh I almost was thinking of that Willy Wonka scene where they're in the boat and it's just like terrifying. I remember watching that movie as a kid and just like, <laughs> shitting my pants and like, like freaking out. So we wanted to get yeah. that feeling in the song. So it's kind of cool. like that's the overwhelming part where like sensory overload of all these yeah. things that you're experiencing and then it comes back down to I can control yeah. a little bit of what I'm experiencing if I'm, if I'm aware of it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, this has been uh, Too Soon Monsoon here uh, for Inside the Artist Studio. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. That's fun.
This episode of Inside the Air Studio was produced by Sean Newton. The feature track was played with permission from Too Soon Monsoon. Undercurrents from Atlantis Jazz Ensemble's album Oceanic Suite is the background music throughout the entire episode. Oceanic Suite is available through Ottawa's Marlowe Records. Find out more at marlowrecords.com. Inside the Air Studio is one of many ways the Cups and Cakes Network highlights Canadian music. Visit our website, cupsandcakespod.com, to browse our audio, video, and written content. That's Cups. The letter N, cakespod.com. Thanks for listening.